What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 402nd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve, SBJ, and with me today is Will. You have to pardon my aggravation and frustration. All I wanted to do was take a walk to St. Paul this morning, and it decided to do something that's I've never seen before, halfway between <laughs> rain and snow. I I don't know, but I just could not venture out into that. So I have a little like non-exercise frustration going on here. Mm. Greg, also here? It's called spring. This is oh. what spring do in Minnesota. It's sleet. Was that sleet? I'm not sure if that yeah, was sleet. Well, it's, it's a mixture between snow and rain. It's that sort of in between. Uh, it's technically sleet, except there's there weren't winds, so it was more like snowy rain. Oh, maybe yeah, there was, wasn't wind up in your part of town. There certainly was a lot of wind down in my part yeah, of town. Yeah, it's pretty quiet up here. Up in the north. This has been another episode of the Weather yep. Podcast. <laughs> This is your Minnesota Weather Podcast. Okay, we got some cool things to talk about today. Pokemon news did happen. We have some Masters news. We have some Sword and Shield news. We have some Pokemon Go news. Actually, really interesting Pokemon Go news this week. It doesn't have to do with events, although there is a new event going on. So even if you uh, don't play Pokemon Go, I think this news is at least interesting. It's not It's not a lot, but I think it's it's still interesting. I also launched a Animal Crossing podcast recently called Animals Crossing Lines, which you can find everywhere you can find podcasts. It should be in iTunes and Google Play Podcasts or Google Play Music and Google Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and uh, Overcast and, and Pocket Cast and uh, Podler. Wherever, wherever you find podcasts, it should be there. If you cannot find it, um, just let me know. I can do a manual submission to the podcast service to make sure it shows up. Although 99% of podcast services just read an RSS feed, so it should automatically be there. But uh, they're uh, short 10-minute episodes. Uh, If you guys don't know about Animal Crossing, there are 300 and... I think there are 400 animals in in New Horizons. And so each episode is about 10 minutes long, and it covers one animal and episodes so you can get to know them a little bit better have some fun trivia about them so they're short first time i'm doing like a very short mini podcast kind of thing so we'll, we'll see if that takes off that might actually be helpful for some people that uh you you still listen to podcasts on their commute and they might not be commuting anymore so <laughs> which might be bad for this show <laughs> since we're a real long <laughs> podcast are you doing Resident and non-resident animals or only resident animals? I've only been doing residents just because I think a lot of the time people don't know what animals they could get to move in. Um, and so by explaining these possible... Res- like, I didn't know about... Like, there's an animal called Boomer, and he's he's a penguin. And oh, I've been- I used to have Boomer. <laughs> And I've been playing Animal Crossing since the GameCube version, and I I, I think Boomer was introduced in Wild World, um, and I haven't I didn't know about Boomer just because there's so many animals. So now that I do know about Boomer, I want him to move in. I've helped you the best I can. <laughs> that's true. I do have the Boomer poster now. Um, so I, I think that's kind of the goal is like if you know Animal Crossing, 
the podcast isn't too long where it shouldn't be boring. You might know a, you might learn a trivia thing like you might know who Julian is, but don't know Julian's birthday. So the podcast gives you the trivia of that. Or you might go, oh, I didn't know there was a monkey named Nana and they're hot pink and that's my favorite color and I like monkeys. So I want Nana to move in. So that's kind of the goal of the podcast. It's easy because I can record it myself, edit it, and then it's only 10 minutes or so. So I don't have to rely. Not This is not a complaint, but because my schedule is so busy, I always have to put people like Greg in a position where we're recording at 1 a.m. <laughs> I will point out, where do you think it? What am I? I'm not doing anything. That's true. Right now. Not a- <laughs> <laughs> like, you could say we're going to record at 3 a.m. I'm like, fine. <laughs> In this day and age, the days are all blending together as it is. So all I can say to you guys is, "Welcome to my world." (laughs) And animals crossing lines. If you search Animal Crossing, it should pop up. Um, If you search PKMNcast, it also should pop up. So pretty easy there. All right, with that uh, promo out of the way, let's get into some news. Let's let's start with this Pokemon Go news. This was uh, sent in by uh, Nama from our Slack community. Nama? I never said that out loud. Nama? Nama? Uh, I think it's actually Nama. 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 I, I don't know. I've never attempted to say it out yeah, loud. Yeah, uh, I mostly call them by their last name, so... <laughs> okay. All right, well, this is from... Uh, Dexter Toe, Dex, Dexter Toe, however you say that, esports-focused website, titled Pokemon Go Trainers are losing Go Battle League matches on purpose. So Go Battle League, that is some news in itself. It's updated to the Ultra Cup. Um, the only good cup is the Great League Cup, but I guess we're in Ultra season now. So, so for the article goes, some players, for some players, the allure of GBL, Go Battle League, Rewards outweighs winning. Now it would make sense for rewards to be given to players who win, and that's exactly how it's set up. So why would players be losing? Uh, The reason is to get themselves in a position where it's easier to win. This is actually a huge thing in Clash Royale. I don't know if you remember this, Greg. I do remember this. GBL matches will match you against players of similar rank based on your rank and your rating until you reach to rank 7, and then you will meet meet players of the same rank. This changes when you reach rank 8, though. At that point, you will be given a rank ranking, and you can't drop down to a different rank. From rank 8 to 10, you will always be matched similar of the trainers with similar rankings. It makes sense that less experienced trainers... Uh, it makes sense that less experienced trainers and therefore easier opponents are found between 1 to 7 because getting to rank 8 isn't that difficult. You have to win about 27 matches. So once you get to the matchmaking based on rating points, winning becomes much harder. The only way to give yourself easier matches is to minimize your rating in purpose cases where trainers have built up a higher ranking and then lose several on purpose. With Go Battle League not requiring you to walk three kilometers in between sets due to the global health situation, losing a lot of battles quickly isn't difficult. This is far... Far from in keeping how much Pokemon games should be played, a lot of players are competing for the rewards, and apparently the rewards only. What else are you competing for? <laughs> like, well, you could you could compete glory. just because it's fun. There's nothing fun about battling in Go. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I, 
Is, would you, uh, you could maybe say there's not a lot of fun in rock, paper, scissors, paper, scissors, rock? Uh, there isn't. <laughs> and people don't go out and do, as far as I know, competitive rock, paper, scissors either. Oh, I'm sure there I is. I am sure there is I'm a scene for it. I'm looking this up now. I am sure there's like a subreddit dedicated oh. to it. I'm sure there's, there's like casino, I don't know about casinos, but. <laughs> Gambling. This is the fall of humanity. I can't remember if Clash Royale ever fixed this, but it was the same thing in Clash Royale where um, what people would do is because you got tro- so you every time you there was three towers in Crash Clash Royale, you could win a match by knocking out one tower, but you would only get like one point at the end of the match. So what people would do is when stuff was about to reset for the week, they would lose a bunch, and then. They could just turn their game on and just, you know, not play, and then they get the loss, and then they just lose a bunch, and then when they are ready to play, they're matched with people so bad that they could three-tower anyone, and then they could get all their weekly rewards instantly, and not actually worry about their overall ranking, because they were only in it for the rewards. And that's, like, exactly what's happening now in, in Pokemon Go, you know, some people might care about their win-loss ratio, like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, 50 wins, 75 losses, I think that's pretty good, et cetera, et cetera. But some people just don't care. Like, I I just want the Cobalion or I just want the rewards. If I lose a bunch and then I don't have to spend a dollar to guarantee that I'm going to get a Pokemon on my fourth encounter, I am more likely to win four matches by losing a bunch, getting paired with four bad people, beat them easily, get my Cobalion, not shiny, okay, rinse and repeat. Because they don't care about their streak or their uh, win-loss ratio. I had no idea they were giving away Pokemon as part of the Battle League. Yes, it's the only way right now to get Scraggy, Rufflet. It is one way to get Cobalion if you don't want to do raids. I think Garatina is in it, or was in it? I think it was. I think it's been replaced with Cobalion right now. Um, but that's how I got my Cobalion, uh, is Go Battle League. I got lucky. Um, and I actually faced one of those players. I did, I w- I'm in rank six, rank six or rank seven, before they start giving you a number. And I faced a player that sent out a Magikarp, a Swablu, and a Love Disc. And I was like, this is weird. And then I was like, oh, I bet they're purposely losing to... Did they tap? No, not at all. They didn't do anything. They just... See, yeah, that's like... They should monitor for people who don't tap at all through the entire battle, and then those people like get knocked out or something like that. If the if the point is that they want people to actually battle, although I can also understand only doing it for the rewards because there is no world championships of Pokemon Go Battle League yet for the glory, so there is no glory. Yeah, there's, there's only the rewards. rewards. There is only the rewards. Uh, FYI, I just sent you an article. Inside the world of professional rock, paper, scissors. For Ugh. your own reading pleasure later. Perfect. Well, the thing... It so, exists. So do you think... Well, uh, part of this is because there's no limit to how many times you can do go battle. Yeah. So if they were to get to the point where they can re-add back the walking, which I don't think the walking requirement is that steep, honestly. I think you're less likely to see people just throwing matches. Because now those people have to just walk, then throw the matches, then walk some more. And that seems like a lot more work. And at that point, if you're only in it for Cabalion, cheese, uh, and people are outside once again, 
it just seems like doing one Cobalion raid is probably easier than walking, losing five matches, walking, losing five matches, and then getting to a point where you can win two or three matches in a row to get what you're yeah. looking for. I, I, I don't know. Think... I, I walked seven miles yesterday. There were <laughs> yeah. plenty of people outside. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of people out when I was out for, for St. Louis's stay. I think it will slow it down. I don't think it will stop it. I mean, and why would it? It's th- There are exclusive rewards that are locked behind winning or losing. Um, and it, it, we saw this, we see this in a lot of different games. It's easier to, we see it even in VGCs. It's easier to drop your ranking down to get a bunch of easy opponents in a row than it is to try to go past sort of the up, that 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 borderline where people start n- really knowing what they're doing, and even if you have to walk, the people who just want those rewards are are gonna do it because it's just way easier. It just is. I don't know that it's like necessarily a bad thing. Like I would argue that it's ruining the experience, but it's not much of an experience. I mean, yeah. the only real reward, the only real thing for doing is getting the rewards. So if people want to give X amount of people easier wins to get towards that reward so that later they can have easier wins to get to that same reward, it's not like the worst thing that's ever happened. It's not what if hacking both the players game. are trying to throw them back? <laughs> well, the, I mean, it's- one of them has to realize it and take the win. It's mostly just against the spirit of the competition. Right. It's like you're supposed to be doing this because you want to be the best, not because you want rewards. But there's yeah. there's no no glory for being the best. So there there's, you go. I mean, they've they've the created their own trap. Nothing. I'm the best at tapping my phone. Woo. All right. Some other Pokemon Go news here. This is this is the good stuff. This is the okay. good stuff. Now, I had the good stuff on Friday. Oh, this is uh actually off. The Silk Road subreddit, which was pulled from a tweet, rmac18 verified user on Twitter, but I mean they they just used a website. They are a senior tech reporter from BuzzFeed. They just used a, a website to track this. But uh, Pokemon Go app changes their bio, so their old bio said, "Step outside and discover Pokemon in the real world. Follow us for updates. Get up and go." It now says. Discover Pokemon in the real world. Follow us for Pokemon Go updates. <laughs> well, I times mean, have changed. <laughs> just their Twitter bio. I mean, yep, you can't you can't go out right now. I wonder if they were worried about like legal stuff. I would say less legal stuff and more um what where we are right now in sort of socially being worried about being insensitive. Yeah. And like somebody then turning around and saying, well, you're encouraging people to go outside and or go out and they're not supposed to, you know what? My Minnesota governor told me I'm supposed to go outside. So I don't know what the <laughs> issue is. People. My governor also said, you feel free to go to the park. Just, you know, keep your space. Which people aren't doing. I was so mad on Friday. I'm like, get away from me. <sighs> I, hmm, I could, I don't want this to be the discussion of the day, but boy, oh boy, Greg, I am so with you on that. <laughs> I'm like, get over on your side of that 
of this path. I realize we have to pass to each other, but move to the side. Uh, the psychic type event is also going on in Pokemon Go. Yep. So, yeah, I got a I giraffe got a l- rig. That last. Oh, I never found a giraffe rig. I got a ton of solosis and made my reuniculus. That last. That will last until I think Tuesday evening. The Lugia Ho event was canceled this canceled this past weekend as well. Uh, so Greg, Will, and I were supposed to go to St. Louis together, and uh, that was canceled. Correct, and rightly so. I decided to stream it from my house to see how good it would be from my house. I was well aware that probably getting up and moving, even if it was in a car, would probably be a better way to play it, but I was really curious what the event would be like for somebody who couldn't have that, and so I ended up playing seven of the eight hours. I missed the first hour. And uh, it was okay. I mean, I ended up with uh, two shinies. The event does guarantee you a third shiny, or a, or a guaranteed shiny, which I guess was the third one I got, which was Teddy Ursa. Yep. They did make the event. They did a couple cool things. Uh, number one is it was cool that they were able to give players on those days that they planned for. Because keep in mind, if you bought a ticket in January, you probably took those days off. And plan some sort of chirp around it. So most people, you know, at that point, probably still had that weekend available to them. And so it was cool that they did something for those people. It was also cool that, like, the event was, or the, the tasks for the event did give you, they gave you 200 great balls, which is awesome. And they were really easy. I think one was, like, yeah, evolve five Pokemon or something and then, like, give your buddy a treat and... I don't know, catch one grass type or something. It was super easy. And then when you cashed in, you got 100 great balls. And then the next set of tasks was like, give your buddy three uh, three treats, pet your buddy, take a picture of everybody, and then you got another 100 great balls. And then when you completed that, you got a shiny Teddy Ursa. So giving you 200 great balls, pretty great. I planned for the event. So I the day before the event started, I went to the park, slowly drove, through a very empty park and spun all the stops to stock up on Pokeballs. So I went into the event with 600 Pokeballs. I ended the event with about 100 Pokeballs and like zero Great Balls and zero Ultra Balls. And I had about, started the event with about 100 Great and 100 Ultra. Didn't have to buy anything. I didn't have to buy any more Pokeballs. Overall, I don't, if you only went into the event with 100 Pokeballs, you probably ran out in like an hour. Uh, or if you didn't have friends to open gifts from, but. The the spawns were nonstop. I think about every thirty seconds it changed if you didn't catch it. Yeah, if you didn't catch it, that was that was the thing that I had to get used to because I had my incense up, but and then I was also walking, and so when I would see something, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to catch that." And then the thing that just popped my incense, ooh, I can't wait! I'll catch that one quick because I really want to get this one. And by the time I had caught the other one and come back, it had switched to a different night because it was on like an every. It felt more like 20 seconds, but it, it was probably 30 where it would just pop into a different one. That was so confusing for me, too. It was. I would like literally click on one thing, and then it, like when it appeared, it would be something completely different. And then for players who had a ticket, they gave you uh, one. Did you have to activate your incense? incense or did it I kick did. in automatically? No, I had to. I had to activate. Mine. I activated mine, but then it, it lasted eight hours. It even lasted yeah. after the event. It just It was just eight hours total. 
because I had an extra hour even. But it was it was confusing because the timer didn't say eight hours. The Correct. Timer said yeah. One hour, and it just kept resetting. It over just kept and over. resetting itself. I was like, oh no. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that seems like a weird. There was probably they probably did it because it was easy, but right, it was confusing at first. Of like, is this supposed to reset on its own? The other thing is like the event broke midway through. And it turned into nothing but Solosis for two hours. Oh. You were supposed to get a, like, Oddish, Teddy Ursa, Lunatone, Snivy, Ferocid, Chatot, Unknown. Yep. And I was getting yep. all of those, like, nonstop for, uh, I started at 11 until about 1 o'clock. And then I was getting nothing but Solosis. I, I counted. I got 11 Solosis in a row off an incense, then, like, a Teddy Ursa, then, like, another 10 Solosis. And I was talking to, I was streaming it on Twitch, and I was talking to people in chat, and they were like, yeah, we were getting a variety of psychic Pokemon, but now we're getting nothing but Solosis. Because people not participating in the event, they were seeing, like, Drowsies and Gothitas yeah. and Execute and Slowpoke, but then they also got nothing but Solosis. And it was, like, about two hours, and then all of a sudden it was, like, no more Solosis, and it was, like, back to Lunatone and Pikachu and stuff. Um, so I'm not sure what bro- what broke. It's not it, it's not a complaint to be like, oh, I want my money back. It was frustrating for sure, but also I guess now I have enough for two reuniclesses. <laughs> yeah. I went to my park up by me, which is the art park, so there's a lot of stops in a very in a very small circle, because it's not a huge park. Uh and things are spawning there on a pretty pretty solid clip. Um I was fairly impressed. Um I walked away with three shiny Teddy Ursa. Two shiny Lunatones, and the reason why I'm announcing my retirement from Pokemon Go, two shiny Rosalia. Oh Finally, gosh. it happened. I've won the game. You I won. do not need to continue. Now you can force lose all your battles to, yeah, to oh. get nothing. I don't need anything more. Let me get one of I them got... Teddy Ursas. Wait, you already L- got a shiny Teddy Ursa. Listen, yeah, I gotta get Listen, mister, I'm not gonna give you my purple roses. No, no, no. I said, yeah, you can't no. have my purple roses. I only have four. I need four to start breeding more. Yeah, see? And I need three shiny Ur- Teddy Ursas to breed more. That's see fair. how that feels. Hey, I said you could take the white roses. <laughs> yeah, then you didn't let me in. I also didn't try. So I think, I think it was important for them to acknowledge and do this event because while yeah. they did not cancel it and they only p- postponed it, I don't know if I can go to whatever the new date is. And, like, it could be the same weekend you guys are going to Gen Con. It could be a weekend where, you know, I'm in Seattle or I'm in at TwitchCon. Like, I don't know when this new date is. Yeah. I mean, and I, I will say, like, I spent two hours. I spent an hour in the morning at home to see what it was like at home. And then I drove to the park and spent an hour there with way too many people. And it was fine. Like, I really wish my biggest complaint is the fact that i didn't have like any of the my friends there because obviously for very many reasons that's not possible right now so like it was less fun and i didn't spend as much time on it because it was just me doing it in my house and then me doing it in a park with people who don't understand what six feet means (laughs) um but yeah i mean it was fine it was fine for a fill-in event i feel like given the circumstances they did Something that rewarded enough. Like, I got a bunch of Snivy. I love Snivy. I got a bunch of Solosis. I got Teddy Ursus. Like, I got a bunch of Chatots so people can... I got them so people who couldn't do it, I can trade a Chatot. 
Um, I only saw two unknowns. I got L and I, I think. Mm. Yeah, I got an I. That's all I got for I unknowns. Was, I was missing T, and I was able to find two Ts. So, but other than that, I was like, okay, I, you know, for a for a last minute fill in event, it was it was better than I expected, but certainly not like super great. But yeah, I got my two shiny Rosalia, and that was probably the highlight of that whole hour of walking around. I was like, oh, it's fine, finally. I didn't go anywhere. I did it from my office with my Pokeball Plus. Um, but I did end up with a shiny Meditite. Ooh. The weird Pikachu with a fedora? Is yeah. that what he's got on his head? It's uh, like Bowler Hat Pikachu. I don't know oh, what it yeah, was. Yeah, shiny Bowler Hat Pikachu, too. Yeah. That's the one I well, wanted the most. Well, I'll trade it to you because I don't want it. It makes me think of Clockwork Orange, and I want it off my phone. All right. Deal. <laughs> when we're allowed to meet each other again. Okay. Speaking of meeting uh, new people, this is off uh, Pokemon.com. Guzma and Golisopod and Plumeria and Salazzle crash into Pokemon Masters. Uh, these two sync pairs bring Team Skull's toughness to Pasio in a new uh, all-new story event, plus some sweet bonuses. Watch out, trainers. The toughest team in the Alola region has stomped its way onto the island of Pas- Pasio. I don't think they got the memo that Team Skull was not the toughest. <laughs> yeah, like, Who's tougher than Team Skull? The Aether, Aether? Foundation? Uh, that's not a team. Give me another team that's tougher <laughs> team than Aether Team Skull. Foundation. They are the toughest team. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> team Skull has arrived to Pokemon Masters. The bug-type sync pair Guzma and Golisopod and the Poison-type Sync Pair, Plumeria, and Salazzle come to play. Both five-star Sync Pairs are available in the Guzma and Plumeria Spotlight Scout. There is a new story that will feature Team Skull Crash Course, available uh, up until April 13th. In the new single-player story, single story event, you will complete events to earn travel tokens, and then you can travel and unlock new areas of the map. You will also get a new special bonus for having Guzma or Plumeria or... Liza and Lunatone on your team while completing the event. That's she, my, my favorite member of Team Skull. Liza and Lunatone. Oh, uh, full disclosure, I am partnered with DNA. <laughs> Greg and Will are not. There are four maps in the Team Skull Crash Course that feature the story uh, uh, story area each one. And at the end of the second map, you have a chance of battling Guzma and Golisopod and Plumeria and Salazzle, even if you haven't scouted them. After the story event is over, you can traverse a larger map for additional rewards. There's also a few extra bonuses. There are three missions from the bingo card for this event. You can earn 150 gems per day from a login bonus from now until the Team Skull Crash Course ends. There you go. So are there items, because I've noticed now when I log in, I get three alert things. Yeah. yeah. And So are there items that are specific to this event that if I don't use them during this event, they get converted into other items? No, I don't think for this one. Okay, because I had that happen, I think, for the um, Professor Oak event. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Oak one. Um, I, 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 I haven't run into them, but I, I will admit, since working from home, I found that I don't play mobile games at home when I have better <laughs> systems to play on. So I haven't really delved into this, but I... If it's, it sounds like it's like the Rotomalize event. Yeah. In which there weren't specific 
items to level just that those characters. I haven't run into it in this, but I will freely admit I also haven't played it. Uh, usually in the press announcements, they say these events or um, in the banners. If you go into the store, they'll have unique things. And I haven't seen that. Let me let me pop it open since I haven't gathered my gems yet today. What? You don't do that first thing in the morning? No, I got Animal Crossing to play first thing in the morning. There's uh, three three banners right now. There's the Sabrina Scout plus present banner. There's the Fantina pres- the Brett ba- banner, no present. And then there's Plumeria and Guzma under the same banner. And uh, Guzma and Plumeria both have a 1% pull rate, whereas Fantina and Sabrina have a 2% pull rate. So they did, um, they did split that uh, for, yeah. for those characters, which I don't know if I love or, or not. Yeah. I would rather pull on a 2% Guzma, to be honest. There is, in the exchange items, the only unique item event that's running right now is the ghost-type training event. So I would say that there's not item specific for the Team Skull event. Can we um, clear up another piece of confusion I have about this game? Sure. Yes. Okay, so I open the game, it blasts horns in my ear, and it then, like, I talk to somebody, Brock tells me that he got in some good workout routine this morning or something, I don't know, and then it pops up and it says, you get this prize for whatever calendar event and then yep. you get this prize for logging in seven days out of the week and then it pops up the news yep feed right okay so so i x out of the news feed because that's the last thing that pops up and i'm back at the main screen there's a little exclamation point next to my goodie bag because obviously i have to go in to claim the goodie bag my goodies which is so frustrating I don't no, know no, no. why they do that. More frustrating than that is there's an exclamation point, point next, next to the to news the feed news. indicator. And I'm like, I you know. just showed me the news. Did a news happen in the milliseconds between? <laughs> yeah. The fact that I have to click on the news again has bugged so, so, so me I'm not, since the I'm not missing something here. No. It's just, okay. It is just how the game is programmed. It makes you go into news twice, and it it bothers me. Yeah, well, I just a, a little red exclamation point alerts are I I have to clear them and yes, I'm I'm Pavlov's dog. If I see a red exclamation <laughs> point, I've got to clear it. And yeah, okay. I thought I was missing something about the news feed nope. that I should be looking at, but nope. okay. You know, if you're low on gems and you don't care about Guzma or Plumeria, at least log in every day cuz you're getting one free character pull every 2 days just by Logging in. I mean, that's just how I play the game, is yeah. I log in, I look at the news feed, and then I log out. I did <laughs> advance the Barry story one more segment yesterday, hey! just because I didn't want to get out of bed, and I was like, let me find something ridiculous to do on my phone so I can just stay in bed for five minutes longer. <laughs> I mean, of the two pairs, I would like, I don't, I have such a shortage of decent poison types that I really want. The Salazzle one, I could care less about Golisopod. Aww, I like Golisopod. I mean, it's a good Pokemon, but I don't need it on my team. It's Water Bug. I have way better water types, and I already have, because of the pull system, a super hyper-maxed-out Bugsy. And <laughs> Surskit. There are already two really good bug 
Pokemon in here, and there are not a lot of great poison ones. I mean, the fire is... There are so many fire types in this game for how little they are actually Pokemon in the actual games. I feel like I, I do want to pull on this banner, and I have the gems to do so, but man, I feel like the second I'm out of gems, they're going to be like, here's some Gen 8 Pokemon, and that's what I really want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, that is, that is quote, how they get you. Yeah. You want Cramorant is what you want. Uh, I don't, yeah, well, there's not. Who's, there's, who, wait, who's going to be paired with Cramorant? No one. The only person that actually uses Cramorant in the story is Hop, and they're going to give Hop, I mean, if, I shouldn't say, they're, they're going to, like, I don't know. I'm assuming they would give Hop double. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. So I, I, don't, I don't think there'd be any actual in-game story character using Cramorant. All right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we got some Sword and Shield news and a little bit of TCG news. So we will be right back. Forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show, but to piggyback off the fact that I launched a new Animal Crossing podcast called Animals Crossing Lines, I am doing a giveaway for two copies of Animal Crossing New Horizons for the Nintendo Switch, digital copies, open worldwide, and the giveaway link will be in the show notes as as well as as well as uh, the new podcast. If you want something else to listen to, and uh, if you do end up liking it and whatnot, please feel free, actually super helpful, <laughs> to leave a review for said new podcast, specifically uh, anyone who listens on uh, an Apple device, because they're how Apple does their podcast algorithm. If you're not into Animal Crossing, no big deal. Also, if you are into Animal Crossing, I have been streaming it a lot on twitch.tv slash pkmncast. So I've been do I've I've upped my stream time last week and I will be upping upping it this week uh, just because I know a lot of people are working at home and a lot of people uh, may have gotten laid off uh, my wife included uh, in that situation so I completely understand that it, it totally sucks for a lot of people I get that so I've upped my stream time to give some people something to do during the day if they're unfortunately out of work or if they are working at home and they're just trying to have something in the background to keep them occupied so i have up my stream time i'm trying to pump out really as much content as possible between podcasts and youtube and twitch and instagram and stuff so if you have any feedback for me uh whether that's in slack or on twitter please let me know but feel free to enter the giveaway it ends on this friday whatever okay what okay hold on april 3rd 2020 so if you're listening to this in like 2021 giveaways over april 3rd 2020 is when it ends if you're listening to this podcast it's all in the show notes of your podcast app um you should be able to click the link and i'll take you right there all right that's it that's my spiel enjoy the rest of this episode and uh yeah i hope you enjoy it Pokemon TCG Tag Team Powers Collection. Feeling strong? Question mark. Uh, no. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't then, know. I never played the TCG. Then you are ready for the Pokemon TCG Tag Team Power Collection, a huge lineup of tag team Pokemon, Pokemon GX, and much more. This collection delivers two tag team Pokemon GX etched cards as well as special artwork. 
an awesome oversized an awesome oversized version of one of these cards. Five additional Pokemon promos getting you full ready for battle. Not only that, but you will get eight Pokemon booster packs to add cards to your ranks. Feel the power when you add all these Pokemon to your Pokemon TCG collection today. Each there's two of them. Each TCG collection includes either one full art card featuring Oh no, they both include this. Uh sorry. Um they each include one full art foil card featuring Espeon and Deoxys GX, one full art card featuring Umbreon and Darkrai GX, uh, one of two full art promo cards featuring the tag team GX, so one box is Espeon, one's Umbreon, one full art card featuring Eevee, one full promo card featuring Caracosta GX. That's a Pokemon still that no one <laughs> ever talks about. Hey. Hey. Three more promo cards featuring Leafeon, Glaceon, and Regigigas. Eight Pokemon. Two of the best EVs. Eight, eight Pokemon TCG booster packs and a code card for the TCG online. Let me uh, zoom into this. Oh, boy. Well, I can tell you that these are not worth buying because the first pack I see is a pack of Lost Thunder. And I also see behind <laughs> this pack of Sword and Shield, it looks like they snuck in an XY Evolutions. Oh. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny Crimson Invasion is in this. Uh, it's not looking like it. It looks like one base set sun and moon, one celestial storm, two cosmic eclipse, two sword and shield, one XY evolutions, and one lost thunder. <sighs> why? Like, why do they hate players? <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They like money. Yes. Oh, just s- stop giving us bad packs. What is the... Okay, I'm looking at the pictures, and I... I don't know any of these. I think I would. I think I would take XY Evolutions over. Yes, that's not even a question. I would a hundred percent take take XY Evolutions over Crimson Invasion. What's in XY Evolutions? You could at least get like base set Charizard. Okay. Yes. Uh, and you can get like full art Brock's Grit, and you can get like full art Misty, um, which aren't like worth a lot, but at least they're like super pretty. But yeah, you can get base set Charizard. You got a full art chiseled. Uh, you got Zacian super special card. V card, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I ended up pulling uh, the gold Zashian V. Um, it was crazy, too, because I pulled uh, Zashian V like the day before. So uh, for those that may not be f- familiar on Twitch, um, every now and then I'll open booster packs on stream, usually like two or three booster packs a day uh, in the middle of the stream. And um, so, like, a couple of days ago, I opened Zashian, and I, like, freaked out because Zashian's one of... The, Zashian is the best card of that set. Zashian uh, V. And then, like, two days later, I pulled the the all-gold version of Zashian V, uh, which I actually might send in to get it rated because I think if you grade it and it grades at, like, a 9 or a 10, it's worth, like, 200 bucks. Hmm. Gotta start selling Pokemon cards to make up for Irene being out of work. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Get that ancient Mew car ready. Yeah, time to cash no, in. That, that one's still appreciating in value. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's your rainy day card. Yeah, that's right. Got to open up the collector's closet. 
right next to the right next to the Detective Pikachu straws from Seven Eleven. I think they've uh, they've increased in value. Hopefully, do you have any of those Pokemon Smuckers jelly car glasses you could sell? Oh, the jelly glasses. I think my yeah. parents might have the Jigglypuff one in their cabinet, but we had two of them as a kid. But I think well, I think one dropped and shattered. I have one that I was given as a gift. Four years ago, I think. That's oh, okay. in my bathroom. I have two sets of the Burger King gold coins. Or... Oh, those are... What's gold going for right now? A lot? Sure. <laughs> We've talked about this on the podcast before when I was like 12 years old and I was like, oh man, these Burger King Pokemon gold plated cards are going to pay for my college. Yeah. We went through at least 10 drive throughs looking for all of them. And they paid for your college. <laughs> oh gosh, I think, I think maybe if you have a full set, it's like <laughs> maybe forty bucks, ten dollars. <laughs> Burger I mean, King, I don't know what college gold you're going Pokemon. To, but... All right, here we go. Uh, they're twenty three k, twenty three carats, twenty three yeah. k gold. Um, it looks like full set. Buy now, best offer. Oh, it says read description. Uh oh, are these knockoff ones? What's the description? 1999 Burger King Pokemon 23 karat gold red box Pikachu sealed condition is new. You will only receive the Pikachu one. Oh, that's how they get you. They got all of them in the photo. I mean, they do say <laughs> read description. That's, that's I want I want complete I, set. I, I did find a article from usgamer.net and I'm going to read you the title. Sorry, Pokemon fans, your gold-plated cards from Burger King aren't worth squat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, 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 they went up in price. They went up in price. They, the closet is going up in value. This might be the time to sell. All right, it looks like complete six boxes and all six. Buy now for $124.99. This one's saying all of them complete in box, all six, $120. This one's saying all new 150, although there's no bids on any of these. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So the actual price is zero because nobody's willing to buy them. You know, po possibly. This person's saying they're doing all six <laughs> for 99. This well, one's only doing the Mewtwo for 50 bucks. I don't think that's a deal. That's not a deal. If you can get all of them for 99. It's very true. And then turn around and sell them for 150. That's how you play the auction house. There you go. I learned that from MMOs. <sighs> okay. Well, well, we'll circle back in a couple of years. We'll let them, uh, we'll let them get a little more value to them. All right. Here's our Sword and Shield news. Gigantamax, Charizard, Garboder, Copperaja, Duraludon, Duraludon. Sorry, that's how we say it. We heard them actually say it finally. Oh, we did? We did, in the Nintendo Mini Direct. Oh. Well, appear... I thought, we thought it was Duraludon. What were we saying before? I think I was saying... Dur wait, Dura Duraludon? Is it Duraludon or Duraludon? Now I don't know. Because it's Dura know. for durable. Yes. Yeah. I think it's Duraludon. Duraludon. D-U-R-A. Duraludon. Yeah. I, I agree. Duraludon. Oh, are you bringing up that clip? Uh, I don't actually have the clip favorited, but I have the point in the trailer where they say it. Duraludon. Is that what we said? No. No. Okay, that's how they say it. 
Dural, Duraladon, Duraladon, Duraladon. There we go. It's in podcast writing. What 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 was I reading? Oh, Gigantamax, Charizard, Garbodor, Copperajer, and Duraladon appear in I Max Raid Battles. I swear they don't know how pronunciation and spellings work <laughs> at it's the possible. Pokemon Company. It's possible. Okay, so this is this is the more important news before we get to the right radio rotation. We've been saying Inteleon wrong. What? They say, they they finally say out loud, Cinderace, pretty easy. Yeah. Rillaboom. No, Cinderachi. Yeah, it's Cinderachi, so moving on. Rillaboom, very easy. Yep. And then we've all been saying on the podcast for months, Inteleon. <sighs> Time to make some people upset. It's Intellion, not Inteleon. Intellion? Yes, like Chameleon. Oh. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it I does. See it makes it, sense. But I don't want to see it. I yeah. mean, it's still going to be Intellion in Cinderachi, so. So it's Intellion. A- anytime they like break down a, like, a name, like well, like Milotic and like Re- Requ- Requaza, like, what, oh, it like, makes the sense. The company frustrates me because they don't keep it consistent. They do, though. I mean, like, with the okay, exception of Arceus. Okay, is also based off of. A chameleon. Oh, like you're saying, like all oh, their Pokemon in the thing. Yeah. Because people always default to the Arceus one, but like they've went on record saying they've changed Arceus's name. They've never yeah. went on record being like, ah, oh, you know, people didn't say Milotic right, so we changed it to Milotic. <laughs> like, like it's always been Milotic. I just wish they would have consistency. All because they, all they literally need is for the Pokedex to say these Pokemon's names. That's all they have to do. Yeah, and then, like, yeah. No there's one could too many different de- languages. No one could possibly debate it because, like, every time I hear the argument, it's it, like I saw somebody make the argument: Nintendo doesn't know actual Pokemon pronunciation. Like, what? What, what kind of argument? <laughs> like, <laughs> How does like that oh, you work? you can't trust the Nintendo Direct. Well, if you can't trust the Nintendo Direct, who are we trusting at this point? Because these these are the same people. They're like, oh, you can't trust the anime. Well, if you can't trust the anime and you can't trust the Pokedex 3D app and you can't trust the Detective Pika, like I don't. Who who are we supposed to trust, Mister? Them. Very upset that like it's called now Intellian. Like, oh my gosh, it's uh, like I don't. <sighs> Anyways, that's my daily rant for the show. Um, but. What were we talking about? <laughs> in, in, uh, Intellion. The new, the new oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild yeah. area news. Yeah, no, you're right, Greg. Like Charmeleon, Cacleon, Intellion, they all have different. They all but, end with Eon. I mean, this one is more frustrating because it's supposed to also be based off of a chameleon. So if you're gonna say like Cacleon, who is 100 percent a chameleon, should then be changed. Yeah, but Kecleon sounds so weird. Are we saying Kecleon wrong? Is it Kecleon? <laughs> oh, no. I pull up the 3DS. Uh, oh, it's charged. Let me take a look. Okay, let's see. <laughs> oh, it's charged. Oh, it's always charged. It's ready to go for this podcast. All right. Well, let's do Charmeleon, too. I'll start with Charmeleon, because it's easier to find. Okay. Ooh, that sweet music. Charmeleon! Charmeleon. Yeah. Intellion. I guess those are similar. Kecleon! See? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Nintendo, get it together. Quit now, frauds well, they, with your they bad don't pronunciations. Know, they don't know how the Pokemon they, names are pronounced. Yeah, they've, they've never... They've never they, ha- they haven't had enough time with the Pokemon franchise. No. There's 890, and the person that 
figures out pronunciation, stop caring at around 151. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, get ready for Gigantamax takeover in Pokemon Sword and Shield as Gigantamax versions of Charizard, Garboder, Copperaja. How did we say this? Duraludon. Duraludon. Will be a more, a freak, more frequently appearing in Max Raid Battles until April 27th. Head into the wild area to search for these elusive Gigantamax Pokemon. To challenge these Pokemon in a Max Raid Battle, you need to connect your Nintendo Switch uh, system to the internet. When you see a pillar of light shining in a den, you can walk up to it and interact to a Max Raid Battle. While the Gigantamax Pokemon are appearing more frequently in Max Raid Battles, you will encounter one. Uh, you will, will sometimes encounter one of them instead of a Dynamax Pokemon. Outside of these special time periods, encountering Gigantamax Pokemon is extremely rare. Unless you know how to move your clock forward. Don't wait. You don't want to miss out on your chance. Okay, so the weird thing here in this press release, where I read that off Pokemon.com, is in the Nintendo Mini Direct, they actually say out loud that Copperaja and Duraludon will be appearing more frequently in Sword, and Charizard and Garboder will be more frequently appearing in Shield, which uh, Cerebi and Bulbapedia have the odds for that. Pretty much all four Pokemon appear in three to four star raids. I also made a graphic about this, but specifically, five star raids are limited. Garboder, Charizard to Shield, and then the other two to Sword. Um, so it is possible to get all four in both ga- in one game. It's just if you specifically wanted five star, the five stars were more limited, so you'd be easier as a Shield player to find Garboder or Charizard, but still possible to find the other two. Yeah, but that's the same thing they did for uh, uh, Machamp and Gengar. Yes, it was also the same thing they did for the Alcremie, where um, certain flavors of Alcremie were more easy to find in specific stars. Uh, like, I think Mint was only in three and five stars, and Ruby Swirl was only in five, and Vanilla was only in two or something like that. They, uh, the Nintendo Mini Direct also showed off the moves, the Gigantamax moves that Intellion, Rillaboom, and Cinderace do. And I believe they all do the same moves. They, they, well, all their moves are different in the sense of, like, they look different. But I think they all do, they all have the same effect, which I think is it disables the other Pokemon's ability. Oh, that's cool. Yes, when when used, the opponent's abilities have no effect when attacking. That's how they worded it exactly. There were some other things that they announced at the end of the Nintendo Direct, if you did not watch it. If you actually go to uh, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash pkmancast, uh, you can watch me watch the Nintendo Direct if you want my opinions on everything. <laughs> I was very excited about the Ring Fit update. I need a ring fit, and there are none for sale. I remember? Very oh, upset. look at the two boys that made fun of me for ring fit. Now we're yelling uh, at. I'm at the bike shop because I'm going <laughs> to buy a bike because I still prefer <laughs> to be outside than jumping up and down in my living room. I mean, I'm only interested in ring fit because I am forced to be locked in my home. Yeah, now ring fit's going for like 700 bucks on eBay. That's the I real know. thing that I appreciate. Who that's needs the thing ancient that's going to get you through these hard times. 
Well, you think you can trade six Burger King <laughs> gold coins for one <laughs> ring fit? How many how many gold coins for a ring fit? So there are new Lee card designs, and there's an early purchase bonus for Sword and Shield. Another early b- purchase bonus. Maybe they they don't have enough pre-orders. I'm not sure. Pokemon trainers in the Galar region can make new Lee cards to introduce themselves as trainers progress through the adventure on the Island of Armor or the Crown t- Tundra. Backgrounds, effects, and frames that were not available in Sword and Shield will be added. Players can also change their Lee card using the Rotami card maker feature with new outfits, designs, and hairstyles to create a unique Lee card. Trainers who purchase either the Sword or Shield or the, uh, sorry, players who either purchase the Pokemon Sword Expansion Pass or the Pokemon Shield Expansion Pass soon after the launch of the Isle. Okay, wait. Players who purchase, I gotta get the details right here, either Expansion Pass soon after the launch of the Island of Armor Expansion or for players who have already purchased it will receive. Leon's cap and tights as an early purchase in-game bonus. <laughs> I don't want his tights. Players I'll will also be kind of do. Players will also Greg. be able to receive these islands after the release of the Island of Armor by the end of June 2020 until 7 a.m. PDT on Monday, August 31st, 2020. So you get a the pre-order bonus right now is the Pikachu and Eevee shirt. Or outfit, I should say. But also, you will get Leon's... So this is rewarding players to get the expansion before the end of August to get Leon's stuff. And sign up for your, sign up for the international thing if you want the Great Ball shirt. Yes, sign up for your Great Ball shirt, and then we'll remind you guys to participate in one battle to actually get the shirt. The po- I say that knowing I have not signed up yet. <laughs> The Pokemon Sword Expansion Pass and the Pokemon Shield Expansion Pass new downloadable content for Sword and Shield will contain both the Island of Armor and the Crown Tundra, two separate adventures where you will be able to meet new characters, catch new Pokemon, explore, it says catch newly discovered Pokemon, so I don't know how many new Pokemon, and explore new areas of the Galar region. The Island of Armor is still scheduled to be released at the end of June 2020, and the Crown Tundra Fall of 2020 um, so if I move my calendar to June, I'm going to say June 26th. <laughs> that is the last possible Friday in June. That was that would be my guess. Sounds about right. Yep. Well, if E3 was supposed to be, what, June 8th, 9th, and 10th, and E3 got canceled, they would have probably... I mean, I guess it could be the 12th, 19th, or 26th, but I'm assuming... At E3, there would have probably been a trailer for this to hype people up, saying it's coming in a week or two. Uh, I'm sure that Nintendo Direct will still exist that week, because Nintendo... I mean, they can do the Treehouse of Terror from anywhere. Yeah, correct. Yeah, they can they can Treehouse when, wherever they want. Um, they could be Treehousing right now and pre-recording it and getting it ready. Does this talk about Urshifu? I don't think this press release does, oddly enough. I mean, it did say you can catch new Pokemon. Yeah. That's true. Um, so I guess, I don't know if you guys saw the Nintendo Direct. I did. I did not. Okay, so when they, they do show the Island of Armor, they show the, the, the guy who trained Leon. I don't remember his name. But the game says, like, when you train at the dojo, which is probably the, the story part of it, you will receive the legendary Pokemon, Kubfu, K- Mustard, that's his name. And then there are two different towers on the island, uh, one is called the Tower of Fists, the Tower of Two Fists, 
Oh, sorry. Both towers are called the Towers of Two Fists. One is a water tower and one is a darkness tower. And so depending on which tower you go into is how Kubfu will evolve into Urshifu depending on the style. So I believe once you go into a tower, the other tower will lock you out. And Greninja will be at the top of both. Is yep. that what we're picking up here? Dark yep. water? Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, one is dark and one is water. Maybe Greninja's the final one in both. <laughs> yeah, it covers both. The other thing is near the end of the trailer, they show the new Slowpoke and they show them running super fast out of the building, which is weird because Slowpoke is really slow. Also, yeah, so I'm not sure I'm not sure what that signifies. I'm not sh- because the slowpoke in the train station that you catch definitely acts like a slowpoke. Maybe they were scared. Get to the true. adrenaline They're rush. Yeah. Really booking it, I guess. Well, you got time for uh Gigantamax, Charizard, Garbarder, Caparaja, Duraludon. Dur- Duraludon. I don't know how to. I can't. I can't remember how they. I gotta. Well, I'll get it eventually. <laughs> Give me like three days. Duraludon. If you need people to raid with, I'm still playing Pokemon. I'm playing a lot Monday of Animal night Crossing. Raid night. I'm yeah. Monday night raid night. So we'll be raiding Monday evening for some Charizards and Garboders and stuff. So if you want to swing by the stream and raid with some other people, otherwise this is exactly what's going to happen. In about three weeks when this is ending, people are going to be like, I didn't get any of these and no one wants to raid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I try to keep to Monday night raid night. Um, can I also say I'm a little frustrated that the silhouette of uh, Gigantizard looks like, um, not Kiram. <laughs> Who are the, wait, the dragons from Gen 5. Why can't I think of the name right now? Reshiram. Like, no, it looks like Reshiram. Yeah. Yeah, it's real Love frustrating. Because I, I got all excited. I was like, Reshiram's in the game? And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. it's just Gigazard. Yep. At Monday night, 7 Central. I'm usually on. I open up all my raids just to the public. If you see it, join me. Because I'll tell you, for everybody who says, oh, nobody will with me, I always have one spot where nobody's joined. <laughs> yep, same here. Also, just a heads up, we've talked about this before, cause, but I know there are, there are probably new people listening to the show and whatnot. The code doesn't just work. So unlike trading and battling where you're like, here's my four-digit code, let's trade. Here's my four-digit code, let's battle. It doesn't work for raids. So what happens is the YCOM specifically looks for people doing raids and it will intermix random people and your friends and so if you aren't friends with somebody you are hoping that then that random person is the person hosting the raid and then you enter a code which is almost never going to happen unless you have really good like server rng just like saying like hey i have a raid open here's my four digit code that doesn't work <laughs> uh ideally you have to add people and then those people will appear on your YCOM. And then if Will goes, I have a four-star Copperaja, the code is 1111. Then once you see Will on your YCOM, because you are on his friends list, then you can enter the 1111 to join. So just keep that in mind. I know there are some people that are like, I'm not 
No one's hosting raids, or I can't see anyone ra- anyone's raids. You you have to add other people. So ideally, if you're in Slack or Discord, or if you're hanging out on Twitch, feel free to post your friend code and have people add you. Also, if you're adding some people, add a couple more people because it's way easier to do it with four humans than it is two humans, Soul Rock, and a Magikarp. <laughs> you got that right. Um, yep. So it just goes by quicker. Just basic human level common courtesy. Don't get super salty when no one joins your garbage raids. I'm not talking about garb order. I'm talking about your 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 uh, Lunatone raids or your Lantern raids. Don't be salty when people aren't joining if you're not joining their garbage raids as well. <laughs> Although I will get salty when I start up any raid and my three humans bring uh, two shiny Machamps and a Zacian. Come on, bring think of type effectiveness here, folks. <laughs> no, people just flexing those shinies. Ah, uh, I don't mind doing garbage raids. Most of the time, the garbage raids go way quicker than like a Gigantamax Pokemon. Yeah, and then you get a yeah. hidden ability, something or other. Yeah, sometimes. And or you just stock it up on TMs. I feel like people seem to forget. Like you're still getting, you're still getting reward. Like who? No, yeah. I don't care about the Pokemon at this point. Uh, but if I'm gonna cycle through my raids faster, I'll I'll do a two star. Badoo, just to you know, get rid of my five star Sandaconda, not G Max that I don't want to do. All right, uh, let's uh, let's squeeze Pokemon of the Week in here. We don't have a question this week. Oh, sorry, question of the week. That's what I meant to say, Greg. That's all you. Oh yes, okay. <clears throat> sorry, I was looking at looking at the Gigantamax Gigantamax stuff. All right, ready? What is the? What is the? What's the question of the week? Wow. Short and sweet. There you go. Okay, this one is from Chris in our Slack community, Attic Channel. Uh, w- which modern replacements for HMs do you prefer? Alola's Pokey Rides, Pokem- Let's Go Secret Techniques uh, in, in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, or Galar's Rotom Box and Rotom Bike and Flying Taxi? I preferred Alola's poker rides because I liked feeling more like it was more Pokemon based in the Pokemon world. I just liked that more Pokemon connection felt feel that I got from those. I prefer the Galar version because I absolutely hate having to watch the animation when I want to go someplace in Alola. Oh, the Charizard <laughs> thing. To, yeah, and it's just like oh please and once again it's like you know and it's the same thing of like my whole original argument for why i actually preferred hms that i could apply them to my pokemon and then it was my pokemon that was doing the thing for me and not just a pokemon that i was told to use um kind of moves over to galar i mean yes the the flying taxis with their weird rules of where they will and will not go (laughs) (sighs) That what okay, but it's like it's my bike that I'm riding, so I you know I I can kind of like appreciate that you know that it's my bike that's taking me out onto the water and everything. So I prefer that keeps me in the moment a little better than having to like call on a Charizard that I you know would rather be flying on something else. But that's fine. Uh, I prefer the Galar stuff too. Um, the, like some of Alola's stuff is just it's it's like a good it was a super good replacement to HMs, but 
pulling out Mudsdale to walk across four feet of rocky terrain to get to the other side was so tedious. And that was just like a way for them to like prevent you from progressing without being like, you need Mudsdale. But even before that, well, I guess there, I guess you could go south of the mountain and see the rocky terrain and be like, I can't cross this yet. I have to beat Sophocles first. But they could have just put like path closed where they did with every other part of Alola where it's like, oh, we got paths closed, got a Tauros on the loose. But I do, I do, man, I, I did really think, so for Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee was so charming to see which Pokemon you could ride. Like riding Snorlax was so cool. Being on Persian or Arcanine was really cool. And I don't know, a lot of people like miss the bike, but I think riding on Arcanine is way cooler than riding a bike. But Yeah, but you could ride the Pokemon, but they weren't the HMs. Yeah. Like, the secret technique techniques were just cut screens for the most part. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. like there was still cut in Let's Go Pikachu because they wanted to keep it somewhat faithful. So that was a little annoying to be like, well, I still got to cut this bush to get to the other side. But I prefer Galar stuff. I mean, just like... I think the I think I like the bike more when I'll be able to customize the bike more in the DLC, and then it will feel like my own bike. And yeah, I think the flying taxing is is fine. I I hate I hate the I hate the bike outfits and I hate the bike. Like I think they're until I can get something that I like that looks better. Nah. Yeah. Um. And I don't like. I think some of the complaints of Alola's HMs are level design and not. The actual system of using the Pokemon. <laughs> like, the fact that they decided to put in rocky ground and that only one type And you could use it, like, twice. It. It twice. It's the same thing. Like, you can't get across water on the bike until they somehow teach you how to put on inflatable wheels. Like, it's the same bizarre gatekeeping. You can't yep. do this until we teach you how to do this that exists in both. It's just... It's the same. Well, if you have a if so, if you have a linear story, you don't need to do that because you're forcing the character to go down paths, and they're not going to see that stuff until they get there. But if you have a more open game, then you have to have this weird gatekeeping of like, okay, you can see that over there, but you don't have the item to do that, or you can go this way, but only so far. Which was like the thing in in Let's or the thing in uh, Sword and Shield where it's like, oh, I can't go here yet because I need the bike. And I don't have that. I think the game that did that the probably the best was what? Gen 2? Where you could technically go to the Lycra Rage before you did anything else. Or if you wanted to go the other way, you could do that too. I mean, the T-Branch. The the T-Branch is mostly a false choice. Because you could go that way and visit those things, but the story events won't activate until you do them in the proper order. Yeah, so you're going to have to go back anyways. So you have to go back anyways. I mean, there's there's that that's like the illusion of choice. Sure you can do it. Nothing activates. <laughs> and and because they made the choice of giving in the illusion of choice, those two routes had to be of the same level, right. which made grinding in that game even worse. Like that's just that's straight up poor design. No, I agree. It's it's like, hey, we give you choice. You can go either way, but not really, because if you go this one way, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, it's the same like old video game thing of like, do you want to join my team? Yes or no? And then no doesn't do anything. <laughs> and it's like, 
at least some games gave you like a witty dialogue if you did like no two or three times in a row. Yeah. But if you're not even going to go out of your way to give me something witty for pressing the other option that you gave me for the illusion of choice, then why are you wasting my like why 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 is this even just, why is this a choice? Just let me do it. Like unless you're going to reward just... me with an easter egg, which you're not. It's just more annoying than anything. Man, I hate that in games. I hate the like <laughs> yes or no. Move into my ha- <laughs> move into my camp. Move here now. You have two choices. Pokemon of the week, Will. All right. Last week's Pokemon, um, I didn't say it explicitly, but it was Pokemon number 400. (sighs) It's a beaver. (laughs) 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 And uh, commonly used for HMs, as we were just talking about in the past, uh, up through through Gen 5, that you could use this one for, for HMs. Uh, so, uh, who that Pokemon? It's... Pasquel. What? That's, that's a villager. I think he's <laughs> also... His name is, his name is Pasquale. I think he's also an otter, not a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> is there a beaver villager? Uh, now I have to look. I googled it. There is. There's Chip and CJ. They do the fishing tournament. Oh, that's right, because they eat the fish after you catch them. Oh, what they do? Oh, they used to. Well, he, I mean, he used to like. It's, it's kind of like the chameleon guy who does the insect tournament, Flick. and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna take care of your bug," and then he's like, "Gulp!" when you walk out of the tent. I want CJ for my village so bad. I think he just hosts the fishing tournament, though. <sighs> I don't care. I want non, him to live non-resident. In- sorry, I want him to live in my. <sighs> You're leaving these people Anyways. in suspense, Greg. Pokemon is Babarel. I believe B-barrel. I believe they say B-barrel. I oh, don't care. No. All uh, pronunciations are off. Carablast. Carablast. Let's let's get the details on this bad boy. Wait, how do you spell it? B I. B I. Oop, wrong one. <laughs> Beldum. B-barrel. Oh, come on Be now. barrel Again, they don't understand how any of our phenomes work. Is that what I'm thinking of? Sure. We're going Vowels? Anyways. Uh, an I, I is an E in J- Japanese, isn't it? Well, okay, yeah, but it's <laughs> not Japanese. Here's your trivia. Origin. The barrel seems to be based on a beaver. There you go. See? there, Which that's... is why it's... That's why it's, I'm sure it's bee barrel because of the bee. Yeah. Yeah. Bee barrel may be a combination of beaver or beaver, German for beaver, and barrel. <laughs> it also may refer to bib, which is similar to the pattern on bee barrel's front. There's uh, not a lot of trivia mm-hmm. here. The Pokemon Shuffle icon, what you expect. I yep. will say the conquest icon of B Barrel looking very epic. Oh yeah, it that's a good one. The, we the conquest, good Pokemon it's a wild game. game. It's a good. It's a. I should play that again. I have to find it. The only bad part about that game is the ending. It's so sloggy. Yeah, and no. it's on a 3DS only. Yeah, also sloggy. No, I think it was a DS game, wasn't it? It was a DS game. Yeah, DS. It was like at literally end of DS life life cycle. I think. When did it come out? 2012. Yeah. 
though really close to the end. All right. This week's Pokemon. When sound type is introduced into the game, this week's Pokemon will be a clear contender. It is noted for producing seven either tones or cries, which can result in ultrasonic waves that have the power to knock flows flying. It has a suction cup on its head to hang from the eaves of buildings or tree branches, but it is also known for flying about in warmer weather. It cannot learn fly as a move, though. Its sole ability is levitate. The first games this Pokemon appeared in were Ruby and Sapphire and, fittingly enough, the last games where this Pokemon was available in-game were Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Knowing this Pokemon and its pre-evolution, you would think they shared typing with Jirachi, the Wish Pokemon, but they do not. They are a monotype and not the type you would expect from their appearance. This week's Pokemon can be found in Stage 100 of Pokemon Shuffle within the Silburn Museum segment. It is notably the only Pokemon of its type found within this segment of the game. In the last games where this Pokemon could be found in the wild, there was a 5% chance that it could be found with a cleanse tag. This is a held item with no in-battle effect. Instead, if the cleanse tag is held by your lead Pokemon, it reduces your chances of encountering a wild Pokemon. There you go. That's your Pokemon for the week. And that is our episode for the week of Monday Night Raids. If you want to participate, twitch.tv slash pkmencast. Nintendo Direct on the YouTube. Uh, New Animal Crossing podcast. Should be in your podcast feeds if you want to listen to that. Bone up on some Animal Crossing. Uh, Otherwise, I think that's it. Uh, At Will. uh, Will is at Wash in the Sink. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you have the handle at Will yet. No. No, I do not. I'm sure that's somebody who works at Twitter. Uh, Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. At PKMNCast on Twitter. Oh, also, speaking of all this Animal Crossing... Uh, I am giving away two digital copies of Animal Crossing New Horizons to celebrate the uh, podcast launch. So the giveaway stuff will be in the show notes uh, if you want to enter. It ends on Friday the, oh gosh, April 3rd, I think? April 2nd? I don't know what day that is. April 3rd. It ends on April 3rd at 1 p.m. So if you want... You haven't played Animal Crossing, you want a free game, you own Animal Crossing, but your significant other doesn't, you want to enter completely free in the show notes, and you'll probably get it instantly, because I'll just send you the code, and then you enter it. Easy. Easy. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Be safe. Wash your hands. Take care. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super sorry we missed you, St. Louis. We didn't get robbed, so bonus. Bonus. 
This podcast is supported by our Patreon backers, and some of those people paid money to get their name read at the end of this show. A huge thank you to Alex, Courtney, Jetsy, Casey, Catherine, Kay, Kevin, Liam, Matthew, Noah, Patrick, Riton, and Sejanis. And a shout out to our executive producer of Anthony. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast as well, you can go over to patreon.com slash it's super effective or you can head over to the easier to remember domain ise.cash. Super easy to remember because money exchanges hands and ISC is short for the podcast. Uh, Also, shout out to Nick who does all the music for the show. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. This was new. Hey, it was different. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for supporting the show and listening. Really, really, truly appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Bye.